Old acquaintances are not forgotten as we dive into our last podcast of 2021. Seems like the perfect time to go back in time and renew old acquaintances with Sidney Chastain and Ashley Gomez-Hankins, who start at Westmore High School from 2013 to 2016. We also have a special surprise guest who dropped in for this episode. Welcome to Beyond the Game. We're happy to have you here as we wind down 2021. Before we get started, let's thank the sponsors who make Beyond the Game possible. First United Bank, helping you spend life wisely by taking small steps toward a life of love and impact. First United Bank, here to inspire and empower you along the way. The Evans Agency State Farm, your good neighbor since 1960. The Evans Agency has been helping you protect what matters most, realize your dreams, and recover from the unexpected. Norman Regional Health System, offering a free Saturday ortho clinic for high school athletes from 8 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. at both their Norman and Midwest City locations. Visit orthocentralok.com for details. And Beneficial Automotive Maintenance, working to help you avoid costly car problems before they happen. Sidney Chastain and Ashley Gomez hit the court as freshmen back in 2013 and helped the Lady Jags to four years of great success, including a state quarterfinals finish in 2016. Sidney played college ball at the University of Arkansas in Little Rock, and Ashley played for Xavier University in Cincinnati. Well, I, I can't think of a better way to end 2021 and start 2022 than to visit with two of my favorite high school basketball players of all times, Ashley Gomez. Now Ashley Gomez Hankins and Sydney Chastain. Ladies, thanks so much for taking time to join us. How the heck are you guys doing? Good. <laughs> I'm doing good. Yeah. All right. So first off, I want to I want to make sure everybody knows uh Sydney's got a new haircut for us. For those of you who haven't seen her for a while, let's just tell us what's going on with the hair. This is a <laughs> uh well, it's been a process. I went really dark at one point. It was practically black. Um, and it's been a journey getting back blonde. And I figured the best way to go back blonde without frying my hair was cutting it all off and then going blonde. So we're rocking this really short bob, whatever the heck you want to call it, and we're we're just going with it. Well, it's a good look on you, and that's a but it's a radical change. Now, Ashley, you went even a little further. You went out and got yourself married. <laughs> I did. Yes, I have a wonderful six eleven husband. Um, I thought I was going to get out of basketball for a while, but he's a professional basketball player, so still in the basketball life. <laughs> Very good. Well, I want folks to have a chance to catch up on what's been going on with you guys. So let's start with you, Ash. Um, you went off to Xavier University. Kind of walk us through quickly the the your career there and the highlights and, and what you learned while you were there in Cincinnati. Yeah, so um, I went to Xavier University in Cincinnati, like you said. It was 13 and a half hours away from home. Um, at 18 years old, I think I bit off way more than I could chew by doing that. But it was awesome to learn, grow. Um, I definitely got way out of my comfort zone, way out of anything that I thought I had experienced before, I guess. And so, um, you know, we had really great coaches, really great players around me. It was awesome just to develop a different kind of love for the game. It was probably a little bit more like a job than it was in high school. Um, loved it a little less, but it always happens when it becomes a job. But um, yeah, I got really involved on campus. I was actually student athlete advisory committee um, president my senior year. So I got to kind of head all of the student athletes at Xavier. 
Um, yeah, so I had a lot of fun, grew a lot, learned a lot, and then came out and got married. So <laughs> it's and, quite exciting. And we're going to hear more about where you are now. But Sydney, you didn't go quite so far away. You headed right across state line over to Little Rock. Uh, tell us about your college experience, the highlights and, and things that you learned there. Yeah, so like you said, wasn't fair. Um, I was probably about five, five and a half hours. So if I was able to go home, I was able to go home, uh, especially the first like year and a half or so. Uh, but that died down after I realized how much I was spending in gas, uh, driving back and forth. <laughs> but it was a good experience. I think it taught me a lot in the fact that you have to work hard for what you want. And um, I had to put in a lot of time behind the scenes just to see the court. And that was a hard thing for me, um, especially coming from Westmore, where we were so dominant and it was like our power five uh, starters and we just did so well. And then going into Little Rock, where that was not the case, I had to work really hard just to even like sometimes see the court practice. So I think that instilled a lot of um, good habits in my head um, going on into life, but really the atmosphere and the girls, they were like family. And so it made it a lot easier to get through those hard times because of them. And um, I'm actually really thankful for that experience. You know, and it's interesting to me, it just so happens Cincinnati and Little Rock are two cities that I've had the opportunity to visit a couple of times. They're both beautiful cities. I mean, folks that have never been there um, might be surprised a little bit. I don't know. But um, in fact, I was just in Little Rock over the Christmas weekend and we drove around the UALR campus. And, you know, it's a nice little campus. You didn't um, come say hi? Well, I didn't know where you were and I didn't have your I was here. Card. I can't, I know, yeah, your mom told me she stayed and worked. And so how was it? I know being far away from home, 13 hours for you, Ashley, five hours from you. But what would you say would be the biggest lesson you learned about going to school away from home where you had to, to a certain extent, grow up and learn to be uh, an adult? Yeah, I would say for me, it was... Um... I mean, I was very blessed to have wonderful parents who supported me and helped me through a lot of things in high school, but it was tough <laughs> just going straight into paying rent, doing, um, you know, figuring out how to get to class by yourself, doing driving to the grocery store and having the grocery <laughs> shop for the first time. It was things that I feel like um, if I would have stayed closer to home, I may not have been able to experience as quickly as I did. Um, but like Sydney said, I agree too. Like, I'm so, so thankful that I was able to have that experience because it's allowed me to feel more comfortable being out of my comfort zone now that I'm an adult. I'm taking risks that I, if I would have stayed close to home, I probably would not take. So. What about you, Sid? Absolutely. Um, a big thing for me was definitely finance. I've, my parents have always been very blessed, and I've been very blessed to have them as parents. And so going away from them, and we actually lived off campus like 20 minutes. So we were in actual apartments and just making sure we were paying it on time, making sure we had money for gas to get back and forth toward the gym, grocery shopping, like Ashley said. I actually became like the mom um, of the team at some point I was cooking dinners half the time for everybody. So that was an interesting way to grow up. Uh, but it also kind of made me see how my mom was, I guess, when she was younger, cause she told me a lot of stories of how she was kind of the same way. Mm -hmm. And I was, I've always adored how my mom's always been like a mom to everybody that she meets. So like feeling that way towards my teammates kind of made me feel a little closer to home. So it was good. 
You know, it, it's been so much fun watching you guys from afar, primarily through Facebook and occasionally on TV when I got to watch you guys play. Um, watch you guys grow up and become these great young women you've become. Let's talk a little bit about post-graduation now. You you followed, you're both following careers. Sydney, let's stay on you because um, you have made a decision to go into a really unique field. Tell us about what you've been doing since graduation. So right out of graduation, it, COVID hit. So my original plan throughout college was a doctorate. So going in medical school, become a doctor, spend my whole life in school, pretty much. That was the plan. Um, quickly, I realized that was not what I wanted. And so then I decided maybe a PA was a better route. It was only two years. And technically, I can do a lot of things that doctors do, but just a little restricted. Um, and then I started talking to a couple of not only like my boosters from my team, but also um, a couple of people that they knew that worked in the healthcare. And they kind of, they ended up directing me towards where I am now, which is the nuclear medicine program. And what that is, is we're imaging kind of like CT and MRI. And we try to explain it to where it's the reverse x-ray. So instead of our, the cameras and the x-ray and the MRIs giving off radiation, we're actually injecting the radiation into the patients and then our cameras are picking it up. And so that without, we're able to see a lot different, um, aspects of the organs and different diagnosis. And it makes it easier to see things like tumors and, you know, growth. Yes. We, we do come across a lot of uh, cancer patients, um, people with liver issues, gallbladder, hearts. We do a ton of hearts. Um, it's, it's so widespread, crazy widespread. I see a lot. Cool. Now, Ashley, um, in addition to being married, you've also done some different things. You've taught and now you're in a different career. Kind of walk us through the postgraduate uh, life for you. Yeah. So um, right out of graduation, I actually went to school thinking I wanted to be a pharmacist. Um, and then I did some things towards pharmacy school and realized that it was not all it was cracked up to be. I was going to be very bored. And um, yeah, I just didn't want to go through school to feel that way at the end of the road, I guess. So um, I actually picked up a minor in business um, and I fell in love with sales, which anybody that knows me, Sydney can probably attest. It's not surprising that this is the road that I'm going down. Um, my dad's been in sales for like 25 years. So I kind of knew it was going to happen, but I tried to avoid it as long as possible. Um, so yeah, I got a sales job right out of college. I um, worked that for a little bit and then I got married. Um, like I said, my husband plays basketball. So we were actually supposed to move to Istanbul, Turkey. Um, so I quit my job thinking that we were moving to Turkey and then he actually tore his ACL. So that was kind of a <laughs> crazy time. Um, so yeah, it, the job market sucked. Like I mean, Sydney was alluding to COVID job market sucked in August, September when we found that out. So I kind of was trying to find a job anywhere that would be stable and, you know, salary income kind of thing. And my mom was like, why don't you just teach for a year? Like we need teachers. And that's probably the only thing hiring right now. So I did it. I taught kindergarten. It was very strange. It was not what I thought it would be. I usually am better with the older kids, but I taught five-year-olds and I actually like loved it. Like I loved watching them grow. I loved like creating those bonds with them. And again, anybody that knows me knows I don't like kids. And so it was just like crazy that that's where I ended up, but I loved it. The competitive side though, was not where I needed to be. Like 
teachers that taught more than me would always make more than me, even if I was a better teacher. And I just like hated that. So yeah. Anyways, Zach got back into basketball and I actually have found a job where it's remote so I can um, do sales and take it wherever we go. So I'm super excited to get started in that again and kind of pursue sales again. Very good. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to uh, dive into a little more personal stuff and kind of go behind the scenes and maybe find out a few things about you guys that people don't know or don't remember from your days at Westmore. Uh, so we'll be right back after this. Once again, we'd like to thank the sponsors who make Beyond the Game possible. First United Bank, helping you spend life wisely. The Evans Agency, State Farm, your good neighbor since 1960. Norman Regional Health System, offering a free Saturday ortho clinic for high school athletes at their Norman and Midwest City locations. And Beneficial Automotive Maintenance, working to help you avoid costly car problems before they happen. And that little jingle means we're back. We're back with uh, Ashley Gomez-Hankins and Sydney Chastain. We're doing the old acquaintance that we didn't forget for New Year's Eve and uh, revisiting time with them. Uh, this is our Evans Agency State Farm Get to Know Your Good Neighbor segment. And normally at this point, we um, we answer, I just ask you guys some goofy questions that I come up with. But I thought we'd do something a little bit different this time. And instead of me asking you questions, I thought I would invite a special guest to join us. It's your, it's your coach from high school. How exciting is this? <laughs> coach, how long has it been since you've seen these two young ladies? Well, not very long if you count Facebook. So their their moms and families are really good at keeping me updated through Facebook for sure. So I love that. But um, Ashley, it hasn't been too long because she was talking about teaching and she taught in the Mustang district. So um, since I'm now at Mustang, I got to see her a bit then. Um, Sydney, it's been a while. I saw her play her senior year in Arlington, was it? Mm -hmm. Um, yep. Anyway, I think that's the last time I go, I've gotten to see Sydney in person. So. Well, I'm still upset that you left uh, Westmore for Mustang, but I'll get over that. Um, the, the first question I have for you, um, what was the most difficult time you had with these two when they were in high school? Was there a point where you were like about to pull your hair out over these two? Um. You know, I wouldn't say that it was each of them individually. It was the group of that seniors um, that that maybe gave me a couple gray hairs when they were young. But it was always exciting to think about watching them grow and, and the potential of the team that we had when when they were coming in from eighth grade to ninth grade. So. Um, I don't know that there's, there's any specifics, maybe some late night shenanigans that they pulled at some tournaments. Um, but nothing, nothing, um, nothing that I needed to ever call home about. So. Okay. But I, you said late night shenanigans and as a journalist, I have to know, do you guys remember any specific late night shenanigans, Sydney or Ashley, anything that you can confess on a podcast? I don't. I guess I was the golden child. Yeah. I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> and Sydney was always right there with me, so I'm sure she doesn't have anything to say either. <laughs> wow. nothing, nothing They're keeping it under lock and key. <laughs> <laughs> it's a vault. They're not going to give us any information. Um, Sydney, Ashley, let me ask you, what's your favorite memory of, of playing for Coach Goosey? Oh gosh, so many. Um, my favorite memory was just, I mean, as we grew, Guzik definitely grew too as a coach, as a 
um, almost like a second mom. I mean, that's what you want as in a college or a high school coach and moving on to college. I feel like she really prepared me. I mean, I'm not going to speak for Sydney, but I probably can say the same thing, like prepared us for college. I went into college and with uh, some other freshmen that they couldn't even understand what plays were drawn up. They couldn't um, re- remember a play. They'd never seen like a playbook. And so I just felt super blessed to have Guzik um, just continue to grow every year and help us just be ready to go to college. So. What about you, Sydney? Thank you. I can definitely piggyback on Ashley um, because our scouting reports were intense in college. So having that little background uh, foundation was definitely helpful. But I think my favorite was just always seeing Guzik crazy excited when we would do like really good on something. Maybe there was like press breaking or making sure we ran our press well. Like this, her excitement was always just very entertaining. (laughs) You have one special memory. If I can share it, that when I was a freshman, Guzik got mad because I wasn't shooting the ball and it was in a scrimmage and she made me go run stairs the next time I passed up a shot. And I will always remember that. I don't remember that. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) From your side of things, Coach Guzik, those squads with these two in place, the four years that they were there and, and not just them, but uh, I don't remember the names of all the girls, but, but uh, Casey, I think was one of them. Um, I mean, you, you guys had a great squad. You were a lot of fun to watch. What's your favorite memory from, from that four year period when you guys were all at Westmore? Well, I'm really lucky in that um, their senior year was the winningest year I ever got to coach a team. So my mom Um, knowing that it was a special team kept photos. I think she probably was even in contact with you at some point to get photos and information. And I now have a booklet that I keep in my office here um, that I can look back and see photos from at least their senior year, maybe some from before, but honestly, just, just like I said earlier, watching the progress, watching them grow, watching them buy in. And, and I have to give their parents props too. Um, that if the parents hadn't bought in and, and supported me and, you know, helped from, from that side of things, I don't think we would have done as well as we had. So, you know, all five of those seniors and their families, um, the seniors were all great leaders on the court and off the court. And so it's, it's really a culmination of all of those things that, that make me exciting, excited. And then also just, just hearing these two talk about, you know, what they did in college and what they're doing now and, and the maturity in which they're talking. And that makes me, you know, proud as, as a second mom, so to speak, um, that they're doing so well. You can't ask for anything more than that. It is really fun for me also. And obviously I wasn't as involved in their lives as you were, but having known them all the way through high school and having kept up with them in college and to see the young women they've grown to be, that is a big tribute to your parents um, as well as you, but because they've obviously instilled some some great ethics and integrity in who you are. And so uh, compliments and kudos to your parents for investing in you and, and you as well, Andrea, um, you and, and your staff. And of course, the fact that you are a Jaguar and once a Jaguar, always, always a Jaguar. A Jaguar. <laughs> what, what kind of advice would, sure. would you guys give to those kids who are coming up through Westmore now? Um, I mean, life has changed. I mean, it, it's a different world since you've been there. 
what's the what nugget have you learned that you would say, hey, you need to know this before you graduate from high school? I was uh, as an adult, and that's that I've I've had some reflection on my high school career recently, and I would just say, you know, enjoying every day and not being so excited to go to the next step of your life, but just really enjoying high school, investing in, you know, clubs or sports or something. Um, and just enjoying those times because really after that you, you, you become, have to be responsible and, and take care of business after their, your responsibilities grow. So that would be my advice as an, a long time ago, high school kid. Mm-hmm. I can go off of what music said, just, one thing I wish I would have done a lot more was also just like having a whole team hang out together. Um, a lot of my favorite memories from high school were those moments. Um, but also just taking whatever your coach is telling you and putting it to practice or putting it into your plays and the games and everything, instead of taking it as um, something hard or something to the heart, you know, a lot of, I've seen a lot of players, especially when I was a senior in college, the freshman coming in, I've seen a lot of development over the years on players having issues or struggling with his, with coaches criticism. So I feel like a lot of times they just got to sit down, dissect what they're saying and just try to apply it how they can. Okay. I kind of, feel like I have a little bit of an advantage because my sister is actually going up through Westmore right now playing basketball. And so just like thinking about what I would tell her or if she would even listen to me, what what I would want her to listen to, but just like working hard, but making it fun. Like you don't have to go shoot and dread it. Like you can go with, like Sydney was saying, take a couple teammates and make it fun, make it something that you're going to have memories about, but like just continuing to work hard, even when you don't want to, because I promise like at the end, it's going to be worth it. Like when you get into college, if you want to play college basketball, like it's going to be worth it. And even if you don't want to play college basketball, whenever you're in college, you can use the things that you learned through basketball to make your life better. You can be a step ahead, um, that sort of thing. So, yeah. Does that having fun apply even when your mean old coach makes you run stairs for passing yeah. up? There's some better times and there's some worse times, but take the positives. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let, let's round it out with this. Um, it's the end of the year. 2022 is upon us. Uh, what's your hope or wish for the next year? And I'm, I'm going to assume that we all want the pandemic to be over. So a little more personal. What's your what's your dream, your hope for 2022? Um, so yeah, mine would just be to Zach and I are living in Birmingham now. And even though it's kind of temporary, I would just love to be more established, feel at home there. Um, and that requires me to be out of my comfort zone, to go out and make friends, um, join a church. That's kind of my goal kind of for January of 2022 is to find a church home in Birmingham. Um, and yeah, just continue to grow the life that my husband and I have built with our dog and give my dog a better life, I guess is (laughs) her goal. 2022. Um, yeah. So mine is one past school. That would be great. Um, the second would, um, I'm planning on moving to Nashville. So hopefully that follows through. Um, I'm moving back with my college roommate from basketball. So I think that'll be a lot of fun. Hopefully that follows through. So that's definitely my top two goals. Coach. 
Oh gosh. Well, number one, like everybody, I want to lose some weight. So I, this, this next year is my 50th birthday year. So I'm going to be celebrating with friends in Padre for spring break as I turn 50. So, um, I would say just, just continuing to, um, you know, a lesson I've learned from this job is just to kind of step back, smell the roses, not take something so seriously and, and really just enjoy the moment. So I'm trying, that's kind of something I've, I've been trying to do and I want to continue to do that and hopefully continue to, to be able to help our coaches continue to be successful on and off the court. And if I can be any kind of mentor to them in any respect, I hope I'm, I can do that. So. Okay. Two things, 50, I'm stunned. I would not have guessed a day over 40. <laughs> and this whole losing weight thing, I don't know what that's all about. I'm working to make the uh, senior sumo wrestling circuit this year, so I really am uh, doing okay. I want tickets to that, by the way. Maybe on the friends and family pass. Yeah, the last thing you guys want is to see me in one of those sumo wrestling diapers. It's just not a pretty sight. Just let that go. Um, ladies, thanks so much for taking the time here in the holiday season. It's just been great catching up with all three of you. Um, best of luck and uh, best wishes and prayers and hopes for a great 2022 as we move forward. But thanks again for, for joining us on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you for bringing us together. Thank you. Love you, girls. Great Love to you. see you both. <laughs> Bye. Thanks to the sponsors who make this podcast possible. First United Bank, helping you spend life wisely. The Evans Agency State Farm, your good neighbor since 1960. Norman Regional Health System, offering a free Saturday ortho clinic for high school athletes at their Norman and Midwest City locations. And Beneficial Automotive Maintenance, working to help you avoid costly car problems before they happen. Now, thanks so much again for listening to Beyond the Game. We're really grateful you've joined us as we've begun this podcast journey in 2021. We're looking forward to sharing more hyperlocal sports content from the Moore area in 2022. So keep following Moore Monthly on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for updates on the next Beyond the Game. Happy New Year from Beyond the Game and Moore Monthly.